for our final piece before the interval, I'd like to welcome two people to the stage, Annie Gill and Mark Canton, who I mentioned at the beginning. So they have some answers that some of you have given to the question, what is the worst thing you ever did to your mother? <laughs> That's going to feature now. Some of you might be about to become famous for something you did. Okay. Trivial Cahoots. Hello. Hello, that's going to... Is this on? Is this on? Hello, hello. Are we on? I'm on. Am I? That doesn't matter about Annie. I can talk. Um, As long as the guy has a microphone. Easy now. All right. Don't get it political already. Okay. Yes? 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 Good evening. Uh, We are Trivial Cahoots. Um, I'm Mark, and this is Annie, in case you hadn't figured out that yet. Um, so we do a podcast every week um, where each week we get to know our guest by reading out um, general knowledge questions. From a Trivial Pursuit card. Yes. Trivial Cahoots. Get That's it? That's the pun there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we're going to ask, we're going to do, we're, we're all being, you're all guests on our podcast tonight. This yes. is all being recorded. This is all going to go out on our podcast. Yes. Um, so we have some... Trivial pursuit-based, feminist-based questions, um, and you guys all get to be our guest. Now, if you know the answer to these questions, raise your hand, but because we are podcasting, you need to have a microphone in front of your face for us to hear you. So raise your hands, we'll come around, and you can try to answer the question, um, and I think you'll be able to. They're not that hard. And... And there are uh, prizes prizes. for correct answers. Big prizes. Yes. So get ready. Maeve's going to do prizes. Our lovely assistant is going to dole out some prizes. Yeah. So don't be shy. So we're going to start with entertainment. Um, Who is Ireland's best-selling solo artist? Hand up up at the back there. Yeah. That was the first one I see. Okay, I'm running down. I'm running down. Here we go. I'm not running. I'm not running. I'm walking swiftly. Enya? Is the right answer, Enya? Is the right answer. Can we... And you have won... Is that a Celine... Is Shania Twain? Celine Dion? No, it's Julie Andrews. The Secret of Christmas! So good. Um, Does our happy happy winner want to give us any Enya tunes off the top of her head, or...? Do you, uh, what's your favorite Enya tune? Say the way, say the way, <laughs> say the way. Beautiful. Are you a bigger fan of Julie Andrews or Enya? Julie. Fair play, Julie. So you, so you got the right prize. Yeah. The knowledge about Enya got your Julie Andrews prize. Okay. That's good. Next question. Next question. That's a, that's a tip for life, guys. Yeah. Knowledge about Enya will get you Julie Andrews prizes. Um... History. Who was the first woman elected to the doll? Straight ahead. Constance Markovich. Is the right answer again. And your prize, the sexual life of Catherine M. Obviously. Have you already got this? No. Are you looking forward to reading it? Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you want to read out the first uh, few lines there and just I- include us all in your prize? Okay. Okay, just a second. So the chapter is called Numbers. 
As a child, I thought about numbers a great deal. The memories we have of single thoughts and actions we had in the first few years of life are very clear-cut. They provide the first opportunities for self-awareness, whereas events shared with other people can never be isolated from the feelings of admiration, fear, love or loathing that those others inspire in us, feelings which, as children, we are far less able to identify or even understand. I, therefore, have particularly vivid memories of the thoughts which steered me into scrupulous counting exercises every evening before I went to sleep. Well, okay. I'm turned on. That was... <laughs> that, was that was deeply sexy. <laughs> I can only imagine what the rest of the book is like. You are lucky. Um, uh, uh, just a quick note before I get into the science and nature question. A lot of the times on our Trivial Pursuit cards, the uh, category actually is not actually a category, and <laughs> yeah. we're honoring that with our science and nature question yes. tonight. It's very scientific. Uh, which is, what was the most popular name for a girl in Ireland in 2015? Baby girls, You're gonna baby have to girls guess. You probably Ireland. don't know. It's okay. We've got to guess over here. here. Ava? No, Ava? not no. Ava. We're gonna... Mia? Not Mia. Mia, not Mia, no. Chloe. Not Chloe. Not Chloe. Good oh, guess. Over here. Sorsha? Not Sersha. Not Sersha. No. There's a... On the way, way back. Way go the way, back. way, way okay. back. You're going to have to come to me. My microphone... Once... It's Chloe. It's not Chloe. <laughs> we already had Chloe. Yes, over here. Sarah? Not Sarah. Lucy? Not Lucy. <laughs> Is it Emily? It is Emily. Emily. <laughs> well done. Um... And you have won a book called Fences and Windows, Dispatches from the Front Lines of the Globalization Debate. By Naomi Klein. Because... Where are you? That also... Oh, there, you Where, there you are. Yeah. Um, what's your name, can I ask? Caitlin. It's not Emily, then. Okay. Are you a fan of the name Emily? Not really, no. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Hates all children born in, 19, in 2014. Okay. And actually, it was the, Emily was the top name for the past two years. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's everyone's nice murmuring right. in disbelief. How many, can it, how many Emilys do we have in the room? Are there, how many Emilys are here? One, two. two. That doesn't seem like... Anyway. Two Emilys. Okay. Oh. It is a nice name. Okay. Um, this is arts and entertainment. Feel free to work with your... Um, Pew partners on this. Yeah. This is a tough one. Pay attention closely, because I might mess it up the first time. Yeah. How many women appear in the song The Twelve Days of Christmas over the course of the full 12 days of Christmas? We're looking for the maximum number. We're looking for the maximum, the maximum number, number of women, women that could appear. Start thinking. When you have an answer, stick up your hand. If you think you know, stick your hand up. Yes, we have an answer here. Okay. Nice. Oh, oh nice. Okay. No, people are saying no. Oh, wait. A woman. Mark. Incorrect, not 18. Okay, we have an answer over here. Okay, quiet. Quiet, a little right, bit of hush an now to get an answer shush, over shush, here. Shush, shush, shush. for one second. Hey Bring it down. Shush. We have an answer over here. Hey 30. It's not 30. It's not 30. You are incorrect. Hello. 19? 19 is not right. 19 is going the wrong direction. I'll give you that hint. 17? No, we need a lot higher. It's over the full course of the 12 days. 40. No, higher than 40. Alma, come to the mic. 
136. No, oh. not quite, Ama. You are close, though. You are close. Give us your, give us your working out, Ama. Nine nines are 81, but I We're hearing how she worked it out. You guys, we have an almost answer. There are eight ladies dancing. There. 36, and then how many others are there? 28, no? <laughs> okay, hold on. We okay. got another answer over here. We're just going to have to... This one's causing a lot of debate. Okay. Shh. Well, I, I saw these people waving at me. We're trying to... Guys, quiet down so we can listen. 59? No, it's not 59. We, uh, Alma's the closest so far with 136. 138, six is the closest. 96. Not 96, 96. no. Okay, hold on. We got one over here. 57? No, much, much higher. 150. No, not quite. Okay, okay we'll just... Okay, I'm going right, to start... We're going to do it. With the high, the closest, the closest guest was 136. We're gonna break it down for you now. I'm gonna break it down. I'm the first person to stick up your hand. <laughs> I'm being signed. It's uh, uh, no, oh, you're incorrect, Ali. Okay, so there are eight maids of milking, but you get eight maids on the eighth day and the ninth day and the tenth day and the eleventh day and the twelfth day. That's yeah. a total of 40 maids. It's a lot of maids. Okay. There are nine ladies dancing. You get nine ladies on the 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th day. That's 36. And we're looking for the maximum number here. There are 10 drummers drumming. They could all be women. They could all be women. Now, think about that. They might not be, but they could be. 10 drummers drumming. So that is times three is 30. 11 pipers piping. Could also be women. Times two is 22. So add those all together. <laughs> 128. But there are two more people named in the song. My true love and me. So that's 130. Yeah. I think this lady's the closest. She's the We're closest. gonna give her the prize. Yeah. And the prize is the ultimate, the ultimate feminist manifesto. Sex in the city. Oh, well. Enjoy. Enjoy. Um, now, so Mark, Mark and I asked some of you uh, before the show this evening, what is the worst thing you ever did to your mother? And we got some good answers, and we are going to read a few out, um, a few of the ones that particularly amused us. And if you have any more that these make you think of or you didn't get to give us an answer, come up to us afterwards because we're still going to be recording during the interval for podcast stuff. So if you think of anything or have yeah, a so funny one. Yeah, so we're looking one, for some more tales. Yeah. Hello. There's also still some prizes, so I think... Oh. So maybe you can get some prizes in the interval if you come up and, and, and uh, chat to us I don't know, that. say the right thing, flirt with say us. Say the right thing, flirt yeah. with us, yeah. yeah. Um, so Mark Canton, what was the worst thing you ever did to your mother? Well, unfortunately, I was a lovely little boy and I didn't really do anything that bad. But actually, the worst thing was just sitting around and doing nothing most of the time. Yeah. So the one time we tried to do something good for my mother, um, she had all these letters she needed to send out. I can't even remember what they were about, but there were all these packages that was like... There was a, a yellow sheet and then a green sheet and a blue sheet and all these things. Okay, so she went out and my siblings and I, for once in our stinking lives, decided to try and do something nice. So we said, okay, let's put all the packages together. So we put all, took one of the sheets, each of the sheets, put them into the envelope, sealed the envelopes. And then when mom got home, she said, yeah, there was more sheets to be put in. So I've just got to rip up all these envelopes again. 
So that was a waste That's of everybody's fun. time. And we never, ever, ever tried to do ni something nice for my mother ever again. That's fair enough. Annie, what about you? What was um, the worst thing you did well, to your mother? Well, I actually found something interesting just when you said that you really had a hard time thinking about that. Most of the men we asked had a much harder time thinking that they'd actually done anything bad to their moms ever. <laughs> Whereas all of the women were like, how long, how many, how many have you got? Like loads. Um, the first most awful thing I did to my mother, the earliest most awful thing I did to my mother was I told her I was going to punch her head off and I tried. <laughs> and you tried. I tried, yeah. You did not succeed. No, and it's so violent and terrible and I, I'm embarrassed to even say it, but I was that kind of child. I'm not that kind of adult. No, you haven't tried to punch no. your head, mother's head off not in lately. years. Not lately. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. hasn't. She, we live in different countries, so that's probably why. Okay. So, so here's what some of you said, and if some of these were given anonymously, if you feel like you want to stick your hand up and tell us more, we might do. Some of them need a little bit more information. Yeah. But we'll divvy them up now, and we'll read some of them out. The first one is, I told her the moon mission crashed. It hadn't. The men were on the moon. I called her the devil's whore over not letting me go to a party. The worst thing I ever did to my mother was I made her sit on the upper, upper deck of a double-decker bus in the rain in London and told her to suck it up and enjoy the ride. I boiled the kettle thrice and never asked her if she wanted a cuppa. I got a nipple piercing without her consent. She still doesn't know. Well, maybe now she does. Hi, Mom. I wrote a play about it, performed it on RT Radio, and didn't tell her she was in it. Whoops. I used to bite her boobies and make her mad when I was 13. <laughs> These are all actually just ours. We just wanted to confess some things. I rubbed her pillow on a toilet seat because I was annoyed. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to do that to my husband if he annoys me. <laughs> I picked the peony rosebuds and presented them to her in a jam jar. <laughs> kind of cute, but if you're a gardener, it's annoying. I made fun of the way she says Coachella. <laughs> Who? Does Is anyone? The, does someone, whoever said that, do they want to tell us how she said Coachella? Does anyone, anyone know? Do you want to Is shout out the way your mother says the word? Hello. <laughs> Just first, as a note, I love you, Mum. <laughs> but it was Coachella. <laughs> which is, which is kind of nice. Um, I said to her, there is no arguing with ignorance. I am still mortified and embarrassed. <laughs> the worst thing I ever did to my mum was break up with my college boyfriend 13 years ago they still write to each other. I can never think of specifics under this much pressure, but 
I think simply ignoring, telling your mammy she's exaggerating when she's saying she's feeling underappreciated is bad. And I've done that. Sorry. Uh, this is a short one. Mastitis. I was caught stealing donuts from Tesco when I was 16. She was so upset. She said, Eilish, only people from the top of the town steal. Okay, this is the final one. Uh, myself and my siblings used to relentlessly ape fool prank my mother, hiding pointy objects in her bed and replacing sugar for salt. But who well, hasn't done yeah, that? Yeah, we've all done that. Yeah. We've all done that. Um, so if any of you guys think of anything else terrible you did to your mothers, or that your mothers did to you, or if you have any fun, <laughs> that's, that's fun, too big fun female facts you'd like to share with us, fun, useless trivia, or useful trivia for the podcast, uh, we'll be standing over here and recording, and there's a few more prizes to win. So come on over and talk to us. Happy Christmas. Um, we, are, we are now at the interval. We're going to get some, a few more stories. This lady was first. Let me, let, why don't you tell us your story? The worst thing I ever did to my mother. I hit her with a car. You hit her with a, you hit her with a car? How? <laughs> it was an accident. But um, she told me to practice reversing the car. And then she decided it was a perfect time to do some gardening. Um, so I backed the car clean into her. I'm sorry. Was she all right? Did she have to go to the hospital? She was fine. She did come to the front window and gave me this look that was like, hey! Um, and did you know that you'd hit her when you hit her? When I hit her, it was pretty unmistakable um, that I had in fact hit an, um, a human. Yeah, yeah. After um, looking in the mirrors and seeing her like smack the back of the car and look at me like, what the hell was that? I'm yeah. shocked as she was. Fair enough. Thank you very much. Um, another story here. Yeah. What? Um, you were also saying that you might take stories about something your mother did to you. Yeah. Well, I went to London uh, when I was about 19. My mother took the opportunity, because she, she wasn't often in my bedroom, uh, to go in and do a bit of a tidy. She actually cleared out my entire teenage years. I had written loads. I had loads of diaries and artwork and everything. I came home. I didn't recognize the room. Different wallpaper, different curtains, absolutely everything. Bile green. And the mad part, I was absolutely furious. She said that she left all my stuff up in the attic because I think she knew she maybe crossed a boundary. And when we were clearing out the house a few years ago, there was nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> and also the thing was, like, just one more thing. I was only in London for two weeks when she did all that. Um, are you an only child? Uh, no, I have a younger brother and sister. Has this ever happened to them? Um, not so much. I think as the eldest daughter, like me and her had the, uh, do you know what I mean? It was easy for the rest of them after that, do you know what I mean? She took out all of her stuff on you. Yes, yes. And I remember one time before as well, we went to Donegal for a holiday when I was a child and she didn't like how rural and quiet it was. So she left to walk back to Dublin. She came back into the cottage to take an apple for the journey, presumably on foot back to Dublin. And I was about 12 at the time and I just said, see ya. <laughs> That's called caring. Relationship, yeah. But we're glad you're working it out here on our podcast. Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome.
And another story here. Sorry? You have a story for us. Yes, I do. Um, so I'm going to preface this by saying that at the time of this story, my mother was really anti-gay and she's really, really Catholic. And um, I had a best friend, who I, a girl who I started seeing. And for two years, she like stayed over at my house, stayed in my bed. Like we had sex all the time in my house and I didn't tell my mother. Um, and then when we broke up, I was crying all the time. And, and eventually I told her and it literally like broke her heart. She was destroyed. She was crying for days. She got over it about three years later. It was very intense. Um, and do you, are you close with your mother now? Yeah, I am. I kind of brought her around to the gay side of things. She voted yes in the referendum. It was like a miracle. That was going to be my question. Yeah. yeah, so happy. So all of that pain was worth it? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And do you have a story for us as well? No. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thank you very much. It's a tough one, though. I, when I was 13, I found out she had an affair, and I stayed quiet about it. What? So she remained married to your father? Yes, they are. They still are? They still are. They're still married. Um, and do you think that your father sort of knew about it as well? I don't know, and that's why I stayed quiet. I didn't want to be the person that would, you know, break the news. Have you ever told anybody else? No, you're the first ones. This is so exciting. I think it's scary to tell you that now. Thank God she's in a different country, so she can't hear. And we don't even know what country. Yeah. And you can't recognize from my accent. No, I'm trying to make guesses, but I'm not even going to say what I think. That's good. Let's keep it a secret. Thank you for sharing that amazing secret. Well, I think that was the biggest secret we're going to have. Yeah, apart from I just shit my pants. Hello. Yes, please. <laughs> so the worst thing I ever did to my mother, because she's an Irish mother, um, and you know they always do the best for you, actually. That's really why they have to do the things they have to do, and that's what they tell you when you're a teenager. So, But this was before I was a teenager, I was a child, and so my mom thought it would be a really good idea if I would take up Irish dancing. But at that time all of my friends were tomboys and I was getting into that thing and there was no way I was going to wear one of those crazy gunas that I saw those girls hopping around with so on the day that she was going to take me to my first Irish dancing lesson I ran down the hall and locked myself into my bedroom and this was a very brave thing to do <laughs> as a girl like going against my mom terrible um, but then she, she let me away with it and she couldn't get through the door so I didn't get to do Irish dancing then and I didn't have to ever do it again. But then years later, Riverdance came on the television and I watched them and turned to my mom and she was just sitting there looking at me with her, I told you so face. So, you know, the worst thing you could ever do to your mom is sure to backfire because they only do the best for us. But wait, what were you doing as a tomboy? Did, did you pick up any skills there that you're now using and you could be like, I told you, Mom, look. Look at my tree climbing skills. Um, not really, because I, I had moved to a new school when I was six years old, and so I was trying to fit in. So I wasn't really a natural tomboy. Like One of my earliest memories was playing dolls uh, that I loved, and so I had to become a tomboy to fit in with these girls. So... Uh, that went okay, and I've got friends for life forever. Um, but uh, I do have a, like 
Every time someone plays with a doll, I have to fight to keep my hands off it. <laughs> I'm still trying to like replace my self-imposed deprivation. Brilliant, thank you very much. I'll talk to you later. Okay, so you. Um, okay, so I went to a convent primary school and all the way up through school we were told that uh, the Virgin Mary was our actual mother. So when I was having a fight with my mom one day, I turned around and screamed to her, I was like, I want my real mother, the Virgin Mary. <laughs> So I think that's pretty much the worst thing. And what did she say? Um, I think she just realised that the church is a terrible place. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the big lesson of the of the of your growing up. Yeah, pretty much it. it they brainwashed me, but I kind of knocked that out of the head after that. Yeah. Do you think that if you hadn't said that to your mother, that she would still be a fan of the church? Um, probably, and I probably would have still thought that the Virgin Mary was my actual mother, so it was a win-win. Yeah. But the Virgin Mary dresses well, we have to give her that. Well, she's beautiful, I mean, <laughs> so virginal. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.